lay a whisper on my pillow, clear the winter of the grounds, wake up lonely, the air of silence in the bedroom all around, touch me now. I close my eyes and dream away. It must have been love, but it's over now. It must have been good, but I lost it somehow. It must have been love, but it's over now. From the moment we touched. To the time it might out. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of The Front Room. For those of you that don't know, The Front Room is for best. The Front Room is a place where we recommend different forms of media, be that social media or traditional media that will bring you a little bit more joy. And as it has been LGBTQ History Month, I have been giving the floor to other people. So there are going to be this is going to be a recommendation show. We're going to go through the next 25 minutes and we're going to recommend different shows that you can enjoy that will brighten your day, will give you a little bit of life. You know why? Because I think as a people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's me doing my church background vocals. As a people, we need to come together. And I'm not talking about a kumbaya situation. I'm mean that we just, the bonds of our community have been broken because of this lockdown. We have been separated by physical touch by so long, for so long, that we haven't, we're losing that connection to our humanity when we see individuals. We're losing the ability to empathize with other people outside of our situation. Now, for some of you that don't know, I use an app called Clubhouse. And in this app, I have found a group of compadres, a group of my peers, a group of people that I like. But I've also found a whole lot of bullshit. And the, the problem to me is that this whole lot of bullshit comes in the face and spaces of black people. It comes into the face and spaces of UK black people. It comes in the face and spaces of UK black people that are cisgendered, UK black people that are gay, UK black people that are trans, UK black people that are <sighs> left ring, right ring. And all. I don't really care about politics, but why do you... <sighs> Okay, let me start from the beginning. So I was in a room with the people from Black Lives Matter and they were explaining where the 1.2 million money has gone. Now, I'm not really going to talk about what they said because if you want to go find what they said, there is a thread and you can go and find what they said. But for me, it was a turning point in my 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 understanding of what it means to be black in the UK because for the longest time I have always thought that I am a part of the community and that my part of my community has been separated from me because of my sexual orientation and 
in that room, I truly understood that it is not because I am queer that I have been separated from a lot of my black community. It is simply the fact that my queerness, in essence, has given me the ability to empathise with other people and not erase their existence or their representation of themselves in that existence or me trying to oppress people in any way, shape or form by telling them that I do not believe that their lived truth has a right to be spoken. Other black people seem to not really get this. Other black people seem to not really understand this. They don't, it's not their motivation in life for equality. I've said it before on this podcast that other people seem to not want equality, but just want to be able to oppress other people. But <laughs> this is not a thing of just about privilege. This is about the level of black nationalism that is running through the UK at the moment. Yeah. They seem to not have the ability to see anything past their individual experience of racism and what that means to them. Yeah, I get, I get that growing up in a society where you are 3% of the population and otherwise will be a marginalised community is hard. Yeah, I get that we are treated disgustingly. I get that there is systematic oppression. I get that there is systematic racism. I get that there is social injustice. I get it. But within that pain, within that trauma, there needs to be a learning experience that other people cannot just inflict pain onto you, can feel pain as deeply as you do so that when you go out into the world you are not trying to inflict your pain on others and yes i know recently we like to band around the the mantra that hurt people hurt people but hurt people also have a responsibility to allow themselves the time the space the energy to heal and we are not doing that We are not trying to heal anything. We are not trying to grow better. We are not trying to learn from mistakes. We are not trying to find solutions that embrace everybody. We are just trying to find what makes us feel special and what we need for ourselves in that moment. It seems like the base level of black people in the UK at the moment, and I'm just talking from my experience. I'm just saying this as a whole monolith. I'm just talking about what I've encountered over the last couple of ways. We are addicted to pain and trauma. And that addiction to pain and trauma is manifested in us not only wanting to feel pain or trauma and acknowledging pain or trauma on ourselves, but willingly and openly and are accepting that pain and trauma be inflicting on other people in our names. I may not have expressed that in the way I should have done, but that is what I needed to say at this time and this moment. Yeah. It's tiring and it needs to stop. Now it's time for this week's Watch It and Watch It. Woo! Haven't done this in a while. Let's have a go, shall we? Woo! Bitch, 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 I'm a boss ass bitch. 
batchet for this week is the persons of people that have stolen Lady Gaga's dogs. Now, not only was her dog walker shot with a semi-automatic weapon, but her dogs were stolen. So there is a reward for her drugs. Like, can I just say, right, the selfish bit of part of me looked at the amount of money that this woman was offering for her dog and thought, how has this looked my life that, you know, this French, French bulldog, a French bulldog, is worth more to this world in the ransom money than I am. How is this my life? The other part of me thought, you know what? Whoever stole her dogs are really stupid because they don't realise that Lady Gaga serves a particular part of the gay community, which is the right-wing sons of Karen. So these are the kind of gays that will be in your business on a daily basis. They're the kind of gays that will be monitoring every little action for every little person that goes anywhere near them in their neighbourhood. Yeah, These are the kind of gays that like to complain to the management at any possible time. And then when they find that the management is a person of culture, will ask to see their supervisor. If you think that your soul is going to be well with you after you shot... The, the man looking after Lady Gaga's dogs. Whew. You do not know the name of Pink Rassia and what that means until you have had 17 slightly overweight because of COVID muscle gays in tiny pink shorts dancing really badly and stiffly without rhythm to rain on me. But you know what's going to happen? That is going to come to your doorstep. And plus, in America, not only do they dance really badly to rain on me in their tiny little shorts, but, you know, they have holders for their guns. So, off you go, mate. It's not going to be well for you. Righteous for the week. Um, the lady that we know as Trisha, also known as Trisha Godhard, Godhard, like, I just watched the Pierce Morgan um, Life Stories with Trisha Goddard. Now, I'm not going to put any show with Pierce Morgan into a review or rate or recommendation second section because, you know, that might be triggering for some people because it's Pierce Morgan. But, however, after watching that show, I'm going to big up Trisha because... Every time she talks about her life experiences, particularly when she talks about the issue that she had with her partner and his dying from HIV at a time in 1989, when we talked about this with It's a Sin, where you obviously, it's a different world, different kind of testing mechanisms, because it took her three weeks, and also HIV at that time would have been a death sentence, and it isn't at the moment. Yeah, you equals you. Go find out about it if you don't know. I was just astonished about how truthful she was in the, the telling of her own story and also how every time she would mention something to do with HIV, she also brought it back to the fact that it wasn't the same as it is now and that she also works with the Terence Higgins Trust because she's actually done her homework about it. But it, I just wanted to salute her and say that I've all Growing up, we used to watch Trisha, and I've always thought she was majestic and 
graceful and a beacon because we cling on to any black person that's on our TVs when we're younger because we were so deprived and at least we had Trisha. She was like the auntie to the nation. But now, after hearing her story, I'm just like, you have lived a life, my friend. You have lived a life, yeah? Having a nervous breakdown, having free managers, having one of your husbands be secretly gay, having affairs behind your back, and still showing gay people more grace, more empathy than most straight people do when they don't have a husband that's cheating on them with another man. Like, go on through, Trisha Goddard, go on through. Ratchet for this week is going to be my future self, because my future self in the 22nd of June will be a whole next level of virtual. <laughs> I'm going to be ratchet to, you can't get ratchet to anymore. I'm going to be poppy drinking in the street. I'm going to walk around drinking bottles of brown liquor. I am going to be kissing on anybody that I can find. I am going to be fucking where I can fuck. I don't care. Don't come for me. It is not your bag to report my behaviour to anybody for any reason whatsoever. Keep my 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 name out your mouth between the periods of June 21st to August the 14th. That is a whole summer leading up to my birthday and including my birthday in which I will be the most ratchet person on this earth yeah I said what I said yeah yeah but truthfully I couldn't actually do this episode this week without addressing the fact that um the honorable community penis that is Boris Johnson has decided that he's going to let the people go let my people go. It's going to be one of those episodes today, people. Yeah. So we have now been told that on June 21st. It feels, you know what it feels like? It feels like that. Video. <laughs> it feels like the opening montage from an episode of Star Trek. Start date. June 21st. The year is 2020. And outside in the street of England, people are being ratchet. So, <laughs> we are almost there. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, like that white man in Shawshank Redemption. I think his name was Andy, the one played Tim by, by Tim Robbins. We are almost at the point of freedom. So we've dug a tunnel for the wall. We've we dug down into the sewers, and right now we are clambering through the shit pipe all the way to freedom. But it stinks, and it's uncomfortable. But there is a glimmer of hope. There is a willingness of destiny, and if we just keep going, just keep going. We might actually make it to freedom. Freedom, freedom, I can move. Freedom coming loose. I'ma keep it running because the way they don't kill this. <laughs> but you know what? I haven't had the time to say ratchet, ratchet for the last three weeks. And let's be honest, 
when it's truthfully, when we're talking about ratchet behavior over the last three weeks, there was only one name that comes to mind, and that is the name of who? Who? Who, you say? Who? Justin Timberlake. Now, as a black person, there are some white celebrities that we like that are problematic. Yes? As a Girls Aloud fan, I know that as part of Girls Aloud, I like Cheryl Cole. But before she was Cheryl Cole, she was Cheryl Tweedy, and she was calling the African woman in the toilet the N-words, and she would be rude in the streets, yeah? So if you name the name Cheryl Cole in front of my sister, you will get one look and a kissing of teeth. So loud. So loud. But, you know, how do you... What's it? What was that song? How you make me feel when you call my name? Say my name, baby. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I like that song. I've seen Cheryl Cole live at Manchester Pride. She was good. I was mostly reading for my friend who was dancing with her, but she was good. But the main problem that person that I have in my life is Justin Timberlake. Now, all of you people that want to sit back and rewrite history like you were a part of lapping up of every part of Britney Spears' downfall, that is on you. But there is a certain group and community, a.k.a. Janet Jackson fans, they haven't really rolled deep with Justin Timberlake since the Super Bowl. You know why? Because this man, I was going to say this brother, but no, he's not a brother. Yeah? Jupem does not save you. Yeah? This man and his curly bleached highlights left Janet to take all the flack, went to cry to the Grammys so that he could perform, yeah, never once stepped into out into a vulnerable state and said, you know what, we were both part of it, we're both to blame, please don't, please don't attack Janet Jackson. He never reached out to Janet and apologised. Yet now, in this year of our Lord, 2020, I was going to say this year of our like COVID-19, but you know, that was just pushing it too far. That bitch hasn't won yet. You want to come and chat Janet Jackson's name because everybody's telling you how you mistreated a Britney Spears and now you want to clean up all the actions that you've done in this life against women in one foul swoop, say, recognising your privilege and saying that you're sorry. I'm sorry. Your sorry is not appropriate. Your sorry is not good enough. Your sorry was not warranted or needed anymore. You know why hashtag on the Super Bowl Janet Jackson? You know why hashtag on the Super Bowl Janet Jackson? Because you know what? You should have been apologising years and years and years ago. Now, because people are calling you out because you played Britney Spears for a mug. You were out in the street laughing and joking and kicking with people about how you took Britney's virginity like you're a bad bitch, even though 
in the same breath, you complaining about how she left you for someone else. So clearly you weren't that bad, yeah? You want to come and say, oh, I'm really sorry, Janet Jackson. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We're not doing that here. We're not doing that now. We're not doing that. You want to do that? Here's what you do. You write a separate letter to Janet Jackson acknowledging all the things that you have done. All the ways you weaseled out of it, all the ways that you should have apologised, all the way that you didn't take accountability for your actions. That's what you do, yeah? Whether you want to come and apologise to your actions to Britney Spears, that is a separate issue. Do not cloud, cloud the issue by bringing Britney Spears and Janet Jackson into it so that you can clean up your mess in all one spell soup. No, my friend, no. And this is not about your musical talent, yeah? Because I've actually sang one of your songs in my Joyful Night songs. If you're wondering what it was, it was Blow by Beyonce. I love your face, you love the taste, that sugar babe, it melts away. That one there But at the same time Truthfully The apologies for me wasn't good enough It was too late And we're getting to the point where now That every time some white person Decides to apologise about a single issue They want to wrap up all their indiscretions in one And I'm really sorry but no Where have you shown me that you've done the work of to heal yourself Just because you apologise Doesn't mean that either one of these women Has to show you the grace Of accepting it Because truthfully truthfully, All you've done is centre yourself In the narrative And you've not actually reached out to help Either one of these in any, women In any way possible So you can keep your apology You can shove it up your ass And go cry me a river First recommendation for today is a short film on Netflix and it's English. So it's about 12 to 13 minutes long and it's called The Lapo is Fine. And basically in this short film, we see a young African student getting ready for a interview at a, to intern at a top firm in the city. And she's taking interview prep from a mentor slash hero of hers. I'm not going to go into too much, yeah, but let's just say that it resonated me on a visceral level. So I want everybody to go and see it. It's not something, it's not a tearjerker. It's really uplifting and you get to have a little punch in the air and say yes at the end of it. Yeah, the lapo is fine. Second recommendation of today is a channel on YouTube called Casually Comics. Now, sometimes when you go on YouTube, you get loads of these different kind of sites. Not even just YouTube. Sometimes you go on, like, um, what's its name again? Oh, yeah, Facebook. Sometimes when you're on Facebook videos and you go through, you scroll through one thing, it gives you loads of different others. And you sometimes come across these channels like Looper, where they do charts and run down certain things from different comics, different backgrounds, different sci-fi movies. Even sometimes it's the best or worst character from a show. So one of the girls that does this, Sasha, she has her own YouTube channel called Casually Comics. And I like this channel, one, 
because not only does she explain the comic books that are currently in circulation, she also goes back and does in-depth videos, which is about 10 to 15 minutes long, about previously released material. She goes all the way back to like golden era, silver era comic books, bronze era comic books. She explains the origins of some characters that you need to know about because they're going to be significant in the future. So if you're a Marvel head, if you're into WandaVision at the moment on um, Disney+, Plus then this is a channel for you because it's like she gives you the 101 and also when she's breaking down the modern comic books and the modern takes especially with the dc universe at the moment because it's in such a flux it's nice to have someone that can actually ping out the relevant points and actually describe it and critically analyze it a little bit deeper so that you receive things that maybe that you didn't see before and also she gives her, her opinions in her opinion, she doesn't try to explain it as a thesis or a groundbreaking science. She just explains it as her opinions. She's also really, really funny. And also as a person of colour in this industry, as a geek, I like the fact that she's another geek of colour. The third recommendation for this week is absolutely random. So uh, if you have Disney Plus, you will notice that you got bombarded with a whole load of shows this week. Yeah, some of them good, some of them bad. Most of them is like a wedding like list. Something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new, which is literally the makeup of Disney Plus at the moment. So Star itself is basically bringing to um, UK customers things that have been available on Freeform or Hulu, so what used to be ABC Family and Hulu services beforehand. So from my point of view, there are two shows that I want you to look at. One, Hellstorm, because Hellstorm is actually a character from Marvel Comics books, aka it could lead into it being brought into the Marvel canon a little bit more, especially with mysticism being so popular at the moment with WandaVision. The expansion of the Hellstone Twins might really come into play sooner than you think. And then the other film, f- film, TV series is utterly, utterly random. It's a show called The Fosters. Now, the show The Fosters is a show about a lesbian biracial couple that fosters children. They have one son who's like age like probably 17 18 is never really discussed in the show they have two mexican 15 year old twins one of which is a boy that is full stars and descendants and rest in peace his soul is no longer with us because this show is a good six years old maybe even seven i'm not sure so, I'm doing my taxes, and I see, ooh, lesbian couple. I'm here for this. So, it basically, it's ABC Family Show. So, it is about PG-13, and it is about teenage angst. But it, some of the time, sometimes in the show, it just hits certain points that you need to hit. Like, when the biracial uh, adult in the family is talking 
to her mother who is black and her mother says her point black point blank point blank black that you don't understand how it feels to be a black woman because you are biracial and you don't have a same colour as me. And I was just like, ABC family, yeah? Uh? Uh? Is that how you go on it? Teaching these teens at tea time, is that how you go on it? Okay, cool. It covers loads of topics. Immigration, dreamers, gay children, bullying of a gay child, obviously there are lesbian couples, police brutality, police cover-ups. It's one of those shows that shouldn't be as good as it is, but if you're on the trip and you like that kind of Gilmore Girls, Party of Five vibe, but with a modern twist, then this is the show to check out. One thing I have to say, yeah, and don't come for me for this, but the two women that are the lesbian adult leads, yeah, I'm really sorry, but I don't believe that you two will be a couple. I just don't. Yeah? You're giving me good vibes. You're giving me good energy. Like, I'm loving your work because you can act, yeah? But there's just something... Maybe it's just me and just prejudice that I don't want these two lesbians to be together. Because one of them, when she's in her uniform, the white woman, looks really butch. But every time I see her, I just think of Meet the Fuckers because she was the wife in the Ben Stiller movie. The other one used to be Vanessa in um, Sunset Beach. And every time she opens her mouth, I just want her to say, Michael. <laughs> I know that's really bad. And most of you listening to this podcast will not know what Sunset Beach is, but go and find it. It's a guilty pleasure. So, this is a recommendation rewind, which is a new section for the show. Now, because of the way that the world is working at the moment, um, a lot of TV channels are streaming new content, but they're also bringing back classics and making classic content available to you to find for the first time. With Disney Star coming on this week, I thought it's about time that we started recommending something a little bit older that you might have missed the first time around. I'd not got to watch it. So my first recommendation rewind is for an absolute classic of a series that I love, love from the very first episode till now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Alias. Now, Alias is available as part of the star portion of your Disney Plus. Alias is science fiction in its most crazy, its most mind-bending, its most edge of the seat. It is... Everything you want from a spy sci-fi thriller. But instead, it's like the born identity, but instead of it being a man, it's a really hot woman. And from the first episode where she goes into the target, goes into the toilet with the hair colour and colours her hair a different colour and comes out and just walks around the town like a bad bitch. 
I am here. I am living for what Sydney is serving. So go and find it. Alias, watch a couple of episodes before you come and have a go at me because you need to get into it properly deep. Yeah? Cool. And that's it for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for spending your time with me this episode. It's been a long month. Yeah, I've chatted a lot. We've got giving you a lot of hours of content. So this episode is a little shorter than normal. There's no this is why I'm single because I got to date this weekend. Yes, a socially distanced and utterly appropriate date in which I won't be having sex. However, I will tell you about this date on the next episode. So that's why we're going to have a this is why I'm single. Also, on the next episode, I might have a guest because I've been trying to be really good and studious and planning myself ahead with my guests. So we'll see if, you know, people turn up. Because, you know, sometimes people let you down. Yeah, we might not ever talk about them again. We might also be throwing them drinks at them. We can do that now. I can actually do that now. I can make a fuss in the club and dash my drink over someone and just walk away. Like, yeah. Ugh, living my ratchet. <laughs> Loving the hip-hop drama life. Yeah, deep down inside, I would be a whole other person if I was growing, it, growing in the US of A. I know it, you know it. It's fine. In the meantime, please, 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 I'm saying this with my whole chest. Please, please, please. If you like the podcast, if you like what I'm selling to you, yeah, selling to you, <laughs> If you like what I'm saying to you on the podcast, it's very late. I was up doing taxes. My eyes are double-crossed as I'm speaking to you. If you like the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're not on Apple, please send this podcast to your friends. Post it on your Instagram page. Let the people know that you are a fan of The Front Room. Yeah, I see the numbers going up. I'm really, really grateful for everybody that's tuning in. But I just need more. Because you know why? I want to get to a stage in life where I can just be running ads off this podcast and be making checks and be going over to Dubai and making content like I'm a white bitch from Bolton. You know how that runs. Yeah, you know how that runs. Cool. So please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Send me some stars and also... Send this podcast to one other person so they can actually feel the joys that you do. If you don't like it, send it to your friends. But who's really an enemy? You, we all have them. That friend in the circle that's really not a friend, but we keep them around for some unknown godly reason. If you would like to contact the podcast, you can do it on the Instagram page. You'll notice there were some slight differences coming to Instagram page. I'm using it more as an outlet not just for the podcast but also what the podcast means in terms of mean and joy and giving you a little bit more inspiration so there's a mixture of copied in content that i found from those different places that i think would actually make you laugh at that as soon as you see it and also some graphics and some drawings and some memes for me you can also check us at the front room podcast email at the front room at gmail.com and you can get me, Seb Ed PT, on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And I'll see you, you'll hear me, same time next week. Which is, just so you know, a Friday.